Hey guys, welcome back to Soul Chat. You're here with Lauren Adelson and Christy Snyder. Tonight we're going to keep things short and sweet and discuss the topic of being in surrender and allowing in your life. Uh, We have some major fun announcements for you at the end of the podcast, so definitely stay tuned for that. But tonight we wanted to talk to you about the concept of staying in surrender in your life and how that feels versus being in that forced kind of state where um, you're feeling just like resistant and that you have to control everything and figure everything out versus just being in the flow and how that tends to help you stay in that infinite uh, realm of possibility, right? And keep the windows open for that magic to happen in your life rather than forcing things and going against the natural rhythms of your life. So there's a quote that I wanted to start off with from Neil Donald Walsh. And he said, life will resolve itself in the process of life itself. Let the moment play itself out. Try to not push the river. Life knows what it has in mind. Trust life. It is on your side. So I think that pretty much wraps up the concept of our topic tonight. Just trusting life, surrendering, and not pushing against what is showing up. Yeah. So we were doing a lot of talking tonight about how we tend to resist the present and whether that's where you're at presently in your career, where you're at presently in your relationship status, where you're at presently with friendships in life. We tend to resist the present moment at all costs. So essentially when we do this, when we're resisting our present state of being, we're essentially saying that it's not good enough, that whatever relationship we're in is not good enough. Wherever we're at at our career in this moment is not good enough. Whatever the day brings today is not good enough. So we are essentially resisting our lives as they are. And resisting the present moment. Really, when you're doing that, you're future tripping and skipping ahead to the next moment rather than um, fully embracing what's showing up before you, right? So you are um, sort of making the present moment your an enemy because you're saying, this is not good enough. I need to skip ahead to the next thing and the next thing um, rather than fully embracing and taking in what is showing up for you. So it's a, it's a resistance. It's a lack of gratitude. It's a lack of being present. Um, but really the way to combat all this is to stay in that surrendered space because we sit and feel like whatever's going on in our lives in, in this present moment is not good enough. Then we tend to turn to things like trying to control like trying to manipulate, like trying to plan, right? How often do we try to plan out our lives to the very last detail, right? Our days, we try to plan out 
our career paths. We try to plan out our relationships where we think we may or may not be living five, ten years from now. And when we're doing this, when we're making all of these plans, essentially the underlying message that we're sending is that life isn't going to take care of us. That if we just surrender and allow our lives to flow, that we won't be taken care of. And Lauren and I were talking about this earlier and asking ourselves, when in our lives can we honestly look back and say that we weren't taken taken care of? You know, there might have been a situation that in the moment you weren't sure how things were going to pan out or you didn't really see how it was playing out for your best interest, or maybe you just didn't think that you were going to make it through that situation. But in hindsight, when we look back at those things, we can always see that at the very least we came out okay. And sometimes we can look back with a recognition of why something may have occurred to, in a certain way to prevent us from getting into a situation that we didn't want to be in that wouldn't have been in our highest interest or to allow something else even better or greater to unfold. Yet knowing this, we still tend to move forward in our lives with this sense of walking on unsteady ground, like we're not being fully held and fully supported when we've actually looked back and proven to ourselves that we we've generally that's been the case. Yeah. So it's this core belief that the universe is not on your side. I'll never forget it. One of my good friends said this to me a while ago. Carolyn, shout out if you're listening to this. Um, she'd said to me years ago that like it's just a matter of believing that life is on your side versus like your adversary, you know, like that it's against you. So... You know, I think that there's this societal conditioned mm-hmm. belief that, you know, every, everybody's against you and you have to constantly fight, fight, fight. Mm-hmm. But it's time that we lay down the sword, right? So we use that metaphor of like a sword, like we're constantly fighting survival of the fittest, you know, and um, it's time that we put down that sword and surrender and just be in the flow. If you notice, actually, there's moments in your life where you are in that flow and you're just like, okay, I'm just going to let the day play out. And those days are when you have awesome opportunities come. And that's when you see like just beautiful things around you and things seem to just, um, work out, work out better that way. Um, and you know, there's that old school quote of, um, you know, you plan and God laughs. Mm-hmm right? That's like, how old is that quote? But it's, it's kind of true. You know, I remember, um, just to use like a yoga example. Um, when I first got out of my yoga teacher training, I was writing out all of my sequences and, you know, I, even in the beginning when I was auditioning, I would bring index cards with me where they were all, everything was written out, you know, on a mental level and physical sequential level, what I was going to do. And then, Um, then I got into the moment where I was physically teaching and it didn't make sense. Mm -hmm. So what I'd planned didn't match the environment that showed up or the students that showed up. So it was like spending all that time worrying and planning for that. When that thing, when 
what I brought didn't make sense for what showed up. Mm -hmm. The students that showed up didn't need that exact pose or whatever. So sometimes when you plan, it's not, it doesn't kind of go with the natural, I don't know, forces that show up to you that day. So it's a matter of trusting that life has your back. And then once you trust, then you can be in the flow and surrender in a more of a surrendered allowing space. Yeah. So it's almost like we have to be in that space of trust in order to allow all of the good that is trying to flow into our lives to come in. Because if we're sitting there planning and we're out of that flow, then sometimes we actually end up blocking things that would have otherwise come to us. I think it's a matter of reframing the idea of planning. We were talking about the idea of ordering up like at a restaurant, yeah. right? So if you plan in a sense that you know what your desires are, yeah. right? And, and tonight, you guys, this is more of a conversation. We're just being totally vulnerable with you and letting you know, this is a conversation that we are having as we understand this and work through this ourselves in our own lives. So forgive us if it's just a constant back and forth tonight, but it is a true, real soul chat chatting conversation. We're sitting here on the couch chatting about this topic and you guys are listening in. So yeah, so we talked about, you know, being at a restaurant and essentially ordering up what you want. You have your desire in mind, right? So that's your plan. Essentially, like you have a desire to fulfill in your life, a heart's desire, a soul's desire, and you're ordering it up per se with your energy and with your actions, with your words, your thoughts. So doing it that way, I think is what we need to do more in terms, you know, rather than this like micromanaging, strategizing every last minute detail of your day, because that energy is different than functioning from your heart and soul's desires place. Cause the energy of planning and strategizing, micromanaging, figuring out energy is more of a restrictive stomach hurts, right? Kind of like a closed up stressed out. What was that? Blocking, Blocking energy rather than keeping the window open. Like here's my desires and I'm open to how it's going to show up. Right. So my desire is for, I don't know, you're at a restaurant and you're saying my desire is for pancakes. And then it comes and it's pancakes and they gave you whipped cream and they gave you chocolate 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 chips and waffles too. They throw in some extra waffles or whatever. And you're like, holy crap. Like I had this desire for pancakes, but it showed up as even more than that, even better than that. You know, it's just a silly example, but you know, we've all had those where we uh, have a desire for something, we stay open to it, and then it shows up mm-hmm. that way or even even better mm-hmm. versus the opposite way where you're so tightly gripped over a certain outcome and then, you know, something falls falls through or it goes left and then you're disappointed rather than just being in the flow and going with the divine plan. like plan and design for that you and the highest and best. So trusting that the universe has your back in terms of bringing you the highest and best, you know, scenario for you and your soul's growth. 
I think that's what it is. So we're saying, okay, my life today is not good enough as it stands or whatever, but that's, that's where you need to be. If we trust that, like, that's what you said before to me, that this is where the life, your life needs to be right. Rather than fighting and going against it and saying, no, 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 this is not good enough. You're actually trusting that the universe has your back to put, to keep you in that place that you're supposed to be in every given moment. And we were talking about this before too, but living in that trust is a completely different energy than living in that space of planning, worrying, anxious, trying to figure things out. An exercise, honestly, that Lauren and I just kind of came up with organically one day when we were both talking and kind of worrying about the future was we said to ourselves, we each had a situation that we were worried about and we said to ourselves, hey, let's imagine a year from now that things pan out in the best possible way, that we know that this situation is completely taken care of, that all of the elements that needed to come together have come together, and how do we live our lives now from today moving forward? Knowing that. Knowing that. And I want you guys to really think about that, that where you're living at right now is a temporary space. And I want you to imagine any situation in your life that that you're currently feeling anxiety over, that you're trying to figure out, that you're losing sleep at night because you just can't wrap your mind around how it's going to resolve. And picture a year from now, six months from now, three months from now, or whatever time frame feels appropriate for the issue that you're dealing with. And imagine it being resolved in the best possible way. Can't you just feel yourself literally relaxing into that energy of allowing peace, confidence, happiness, freedom, allowing yourself to move forward in a way that's fearless? What types of things would you say? How would you act differently knowing that that situation is going to be completely resolved. It's just a completely different energy. Yeah. You'll probably be more present too, yeah. you know, yeah. in each moment because you know that it's just temporary. So you may as well milk it. Right. <laughs> you know, you're really there. One issue with over planning and not staying in the flow is that the ego mind will fill in these blanks of like uncertainty and indecision and doubt. Typically when, you know, you don't know how to handle a situation or you're figuring something out, the ego mind will jump in with a negative story that's actually going against your heart and your soul. What the, like the intelligence of the heart. So you notice that Mm -hmm. how you know, if you're not, if you're not sure what to do, let's just say about, you know, your career or your job choice, the ego will jump in and create some like mind strategy that takes you out of what your heart really wants. 
Well, we were talking about earlier that we have developed this aversion to staying in the present moment. So because we feel so uncomfortable sitting with the present and that uncertainty and our default is to go into over planning mode. It's like you just said, we'll stay busy. We'll plan. We'll try to anticipate. And it's like you said, if, if we have these moments of silence and instead of embracing them and that present moment feeling, our ego wants to break through and, and fill in the blanks, like you said, and it's never good. It's always with negativity. It's always, these awful what ifs. It's always uh, fear based. Yep. It's always uh, untrue. Yeah. Untrue and too controlled of a, too controlled of an environment. Mm -hmm. So there was a joke George Carlin made years ago about play dates and how now like in this new breed of parents that are like trying to over control Mm -hmm. their kids out of fear, they're calling their kids playing play dates. I mean, whatever. I'm sure my friends do it. Sorry guys. But you know, and we, we probably all have done it, but he's joking about it going too far. Like that, you know, kids can't just like play in the flow now. Just, you got to call it a date, make it, you know, and then, but then it's such a controlled environment that it's losing its magic. You know, like, it's like, it's so you're closing it up, closing it in, boxing it in to this thing that's supposed to be like natural and open and magical, you know, saying it has to be boxed into this specific way. And well, I like the way you worded it earlier. You said we have to leave the window open to allow life's magic to come in. And that's just, that to me is so beautiful. I love that. Open to like infinite possibility. Cause you're saying, well, it has to go this way, but then you're leaving out the billions of other beautiful ways that this can go. We want to be careful with being so out of flow that we're filling in with negativity. You know, that we're we're restricting restricting potential. potential. Mm -hmm. I don't think that we were designed to handle this kind of stress, the body and the mind of constantly being in control. That's like, that's a mind thing. That's not the heart is more open and the heart wants you to have freedom and peace and joy and experience love and have patience, right? All these things. Mind is the, the ego mind is constantly restricting, restricting because it's fear. It's constantly in that, you know, protection mode. But then when you're, when you're in that protection mode, it's like that over fearful place, which is ties back into like the play date idea, right? So if you're keeping your kid, you know, so restricted, then you're not leaving room for their imagination or for other possibilities to take place. Or the idea of that red Corvette idea that my master teacher brought up uh, in my teacher training, my master teacher brought up the, I, the concept of the red Corvette. You know, you grow up and you're saying, I want this red Corvette, I want this red Corvette. But then you're so out of the present moment that when a blue Corvette shows up in your driveway for you, you miss it because it's not that exact red Corvette that you thought of because you're so out of you're, you're, you're in the monkey brain and you're micromanaging to the point that it's not exactly what you had in mind. So you're not even noticing it because you're so in the future space or so restricting with your ego's expectations, right? So expectations kill the moment. 
like wide-eyed moment. Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) So what? So I feel like there's a sex joke there. (laughs) It's like a, you know, like a very, um, I don't know, our expectations are just, um, I think, kill, kill magic. You know, I think, um, I mean, I've even experienced this like in, you know, social situations where you expect you know, the night to go a certain way and then it doesn't go that way exactly, but it goes a different way and it could show up as better, but you have to let yourself, you have to be open to it. You have to, in this sweet surrender that we're talking about, be open to letting yourself have joy. I think we get addicted to the suffering of being in that restricting, controlling state. Mm -hmm. It's like we're comfortable in our discomfort. Yeah. Cause we know it. Cause we know it. Yeah. So how many times does that show up in your life? I had a student tell me, was it this morning or yesterday that she had been going to her financial planner and her accountant for years talking about her retirement and her job just offered her like a, a retirement plan, amazing retirement plan. And she's now saying to her financial planner, like, well, maybe I shouldn't do it. I should stay at work, even though she doesn't enjoy what she does. Mm-hmm. And her financial plan is like, are you kidding me? You've been coming to me for the last three <laughs> years planning this. Now your job gives you this right. awesome retirement package and you're resisting it. So she, she admitted to me that she knows it's her mind playing tricks on her and that she's just comfortable because she knows it. Mm-hmm. Whereas retirement opens the door for like, what's she going to do every day yeah. now? Cause she's not at this job. She hates but what's she so going to do? Potential. Right. Yes. The potential like was like scary cause she doesn't know what to expect. So, um, yeah, there's just one example of it. Wayne Dyer used to talk about acting from the end yeah. and taking on and then Abraham Hicks and Esther Hicks, you know, they talk about, um, being in the vortex. So basically you take on the energy of what it is that you want. Like as if it already happened. And then that essentially is you ordering it up because you're, you're embodying the energy of your desires already manifested. So you are like living the part already. So then it has no choice but to come to you. Mm-hmm. Right? Love that. It, like it's, it's, you're a magnet to it now because you're in that energy. So you're only magnetizing things of that frequency, you know? And so. Christy called them anchor feelings. So they're like your, they're your baseline from now on. It's your baseline. This is your anchor, anchored feelings of, or desires. So you, you just come back to that. And I say, we open our hearts to our desires, our hearts and souls, truest, deepest, biggest desires, no holding back. And then just surrender it, Mm -hmm. take on that energy, go out and do the things that put you in that energy and then surrender it. And every morning when you get up or at night before you go to bed, you know, you can surrender to God and your angels and say, you know, well, okay, this is, this is what I'm looking for. This is my soul's purpose, but please, you know, take me there, please. What will you have me do? What will you have me say? Where will you have me go? And to whom? And you surrender it in that, in that sense and trust, trust that you are taken care of, trust that all will be well, you know, you're here on purpose. So you're not going to be forgotten and just staying flexible. You know, we, we talk about flexibility with yoga Mm -hmm. and you brought up a good point that, you know, flexibility is not just on a 
physical, mm-hmm. muscular level, but also on a mental, emotional, mm-hmm. spiritual level, staying in the flow, being in the flow. So I've had students that mention to me that when they do yoga consistently, that it helps the whole rest of their day go more smoothly. Well, why? Because they practice being flexible. You know what I mean? So they're practicing being flexible. So yeah, you're, you know, you're flexible in your hamstrings or whatever body part, but then you're also in the flow with everything else. So let's do it together then. Let's practice, you know, being in the flow together and, um, being this allowing space rather than a forcing Mm -hmm. space and surrender your life to a higher power, surrender your desires and, uh, trust that is all going to be taken care of for you. You can even look at it in terms of your breath and your heartbeat and say like, if you are Louise Hay brought this up, if you're given enough breath and heartbeats to sustain you for an entire lifetime, can you not trust that everything else will also be taken care of for you? Yeah. You think about that. You don't have to do anything or figure anything out when it comes to your breath. Like it's just there. Even enough breath and enough heartbeats for an entire lifetime without you having to figure out a thing or micromanage it or control it, strategize. Mm -hmm. You don't have to earn it. You don't have to like say or do anything specific for it or achieve it. It's just there. It's divinely sort of designed to sustain you for a lifetime. So who are we to go against that and challenge that and go, well, Oh, you think, you think that your dinner is not going to be figured out? Or you think that like something, I mean, if something's so profound, like your life force energy is figured out, programmed, Mm pre-programmed into you for an entire lifetime, why is it that we cannot trust that everything else will not also be taken care of for us and work itself out? Why do we get in the way? Why do we think we have to get in the way? I think another piece of it too is owning your desires and knowing that they're there for a reason. And, you know, we talked about the restaurant example. You brought this up earlier with the blueberry pancakes or whatever. You walk into a restaurant and you order, you know, you see what you want on the menu, but yet you tone it down. You know, that's what we do in our lives. We, we, we know what we want. Each one of us in our hearts and our deepest heart of hearts knows what we want. And I believe what we came here in this life for our purpose or, you know, to accomplish, but yet we're, we're afraid to really truly step into that and own it. And, you know, we talked, I joked earlier, like, why would you walk into a restaurant and order eggs when you really wanted the pancakes? And Lauren said, well, unless you're on a diet or (laughs) on a budget. So what uh, we came up with for that (laughs) to combat that is, is act with your desires as though you would walking into a restaurant with no budget, with no budget no diet. and no diet and ordering as you damn please. Yes. I love it. Yes. So, um, thank you guys tonight for listening. Uh, we of course appreciate your support and love. Um, we know that you're listening from all different countries and we are so, so, so grateful for you. I wanted to make a couple announcements tonight. Exciting stuff here. We have a new Instagram, Instagram page. <laughs> um, it's, it's soul chat underscore okay. LK. Mm-hmm. So follow us on there. We'll be making announcements on there and, uh, 
posting our new podcast episodes on there. And let's see, we also have... So I just wanted to announce that I am going to be running a four-week online group coaching course designed to help you unleash and uncover your most confident, radiant self. And the course is called Shine Your Light. It's a course that I've run in the past, but I've really revamped it this time around. I'm looking for six women to join. It's a four-week online course. We'll meet for 90 minutes or so over teleconference each week. And we cover topics such as self-compassion. We dive deep into what's holding you back from living the life you truly want to live. I guide you to shut down your ego's negative thought patterns. We create a solid self-care foundation and um, spiritual routine that you can sort of lean on to help you manage your setbacks with grace and ease. And it's, it's a course I'm really excited about. And like I said, I've really kind of upped the ante for it this year. So I'm very psyched. Um, if you do want more information about that course, you can visit my website. The cart will officially open on May 20th and I'm going to be running the course in starting June 6th. So you can visit my website. It's christysnyderllc.com and sign up for my newsletter for more information there, or keep an eye on my Instagram page. It's underscore Christy Snyder and Christy Snyder on Facebook. And our perhaps most exciting announcement, at least for me, is that our very own Lauren Adelson is in the running to be the next cover model of Jet Set Magazine. So um, we all have to get behind her and support her and vote for her. And I'm going to let her tell you a little bit about why she's involved in this and um, how you guys can vote. So Jet Set Magazine is an affluent lifestyle magazine and participating in this model cover search to help to spread the word about the healing benefits of yoga and how it can elevate your life and your business. I'm hoping that with that platform, I can let people know, you know, how yoga can really help you on your path to healing and also help to benefit uh, a foundation for childhood cancer called Be Positive. And uh, to help vote, you can search it www.jetsetmag.com forward slash model dash search forward slash vote forward slash Lauren dash Adelson. So again, that's www.jetsetmag.com forward slash model dash search forward slash vote forward slash Lauren dash Adelson. Or you can follow me on Instagram and the live link is on there. So I really appreciate your support. And as always, we appreciate all of your love and support for the podcast. And, um, we just love you guys to pieces and thank you for being a part of this conversation. Um, we hope that you go out for the next month and just really own your desires and live in the energy of flow of allowing of surrendering to what is into the moment and knowing that you are being fully supported and fully taken care of. We will talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye guys.